Welcome to Prophecy Countdown with author and pastor Kenneth Baer. Join us every week for the latest updates on what the Bible has to say about the events, the characters, and prophetic signs of the return of Jesus Christ and His coming kingdom. Make sure you not only subscribe, but like your favorite episodes and share it with your friends. Now, on with the broadcast. Hi, welcome to Prophecy Countdown. I'm Pastor Ken, and we provide two updates each week on Sunday as well as on Wednesday. Our Sunday Sunday messages premiere at 1 p.m. and then on Wednesday at 11 a.m. Uh, the title of my message today is 5 plus 2 equals 5,000. And of course, we're talking about the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes that feed over 5,000 people. Now, as the name of our podcast implies, our podcasts always have a prophecy thread. You know, we love answering questions, particularly those related to prophecy. If you have a question, please send it in to us because that's how we get a lot of our topics for our podcast. Our email address is prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. I'll give it to the end again. It's Prophecy Countdown Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I love responding to those. I respond to each one individually. And uh, please send us those emails or keep sending them. Again, the message, my message today is called 5 plus 2 equals 5,000. And we're looking at a very, very familiar passage, a familiar miracle that's, that's, uh, that is recorded. Actually, it's the only one that's recorded in all four of the Gospels. And I'm, again, referring to the feeding of the 5,000. I'm going to be primarily referring to this account in the Gospel of Matthew. It's in chapter 14, verses 13 through 21. Um, you know, most of us are familiar with this story, but we can always learn something new every time we open and read the Bible, as long as we have ears that hear and a mind that's receptive. So again, we're in Matthew chapter 14, beginning in verse 13. When Jesus heard it, he departed from there by boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the multitude heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. When it was evening, his disciples came to him, saying, This is a deserted place, and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. And they said to him, we have here only five loaves and two fish. He said, bring them here to me. Then he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass, and he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples, and the disciples gave to the multitudes. So they all ate and were filled and they took up 12 baskets full of fragments that remained. Now those that had eaten were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. So this miracle, this feeding of the 5,000, also called the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes, was a, a theme for a shirt that my lovely wife bought for me from the TV series or TV program called The, the Chosen. Um, and, of course, The Chosen is a, a series on the ministry of Jesus and his chosen 12 apostles, likely where they get the word chosen. Perhaps you're a fan of the series. Um, now, the feeding of the 
5,000 was depicted on a, with a, on a shirt with five loaves and two fish and then an equal sign saying 5,000. Now, this miracle of Jesus, the feeding of the 5,000, is one of 35 documented separate miracles in the four Gospels. This, this miracle, however, the feeding of the 5,000 is unique because it's the only one that's recorded in all four of the, of the Gospels. Obviously, it merits some attention. Now, you may have read or heard a number of sermons about this miracle, um, and you may think, as I do often, that we fully understand it. But here's the thing. Can you truly understand a miracle? I mean, by definition, a miracle defies explanation. It defies true understanding. Miracles are extraordinary events that transcend the natural laws and the understanding of the world. Because they go beyond what is understood naturally, we attribute miracles, of course, to the supernatural. That's what miracles are about, to the divine, to God's intervention. And this is what the story of the feeding of the 5,000, the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes, actually is talking about. Um, what we have here is, is supernatural. You know, it all starts in verse 17. And they said to him, we have here only five loaves and two fish. Five loaves and two fish. So first of all, let's make sure we understand why this is happening. Why the multiplication? Well, just before this discovery of the five loaves and the two fish, we read this. It says, when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. You know, Jesus is often moved with compassion. And with Jesus, <laughs> it's not just a sentimental feeling. It's a reason to act. And Jesus often acted based on his compassion. He healed their sick. You know, it also says that Jesus saw the people were like a sheep, like we're like sheep without a shepherd. And he acted. And how did he, what did he do? He, he taught them. He was moved with compassion for them in this case, and he healed them. He was moved with compassion because they were hungry. And what did Jesus do? He, he fed them. Now, we have to be a, a little cautious if we're always looking for the spiritual lesson in every miracle. And I know that's one of the things that pastors often do is they, they read something and they try to quickly go to the bottom line and they pull out a, a spiritual lesson for every miracle. Well, these miracles of Jesus were a demonstration primarily that he was divine. He was God among us. That's exactly what the angel told uh, the Virgin Mary. Uh, he came, the angel came and said his name, the child that she was going to give birth to, would be Emmanuel, which is being interpreted God with us. You know, the spiritual lessons of the miracles, all 35 of them in the, in the Gospels, are interesting. You know, Jesus provides bread as he's the bread of life. Healing the blind is associated with the understanding that Jesus opens the eyes of those that are spiritually blind. We can go on. The healing of the woman with the issue of blood illustrates the power of faith. Remember, she said, if only I could just touch the hem of his garment. You know, Jesus healed the paralytic 
and he said, your sins are forgiven, highlighting the spiritual aspect of, of restoration, of forgiveness. Jesus cleansed the leper. Jesus, you remember Jesus healed one leper, and there's a spiritual lesson there, always, uh, that that's purity is what's needed in order to come before the Lord. And Jesus gives us that purity. He forgives us of all of our sins. If you remember, he healed 10 lepers and only one returns. And there's a spiritual lesson there. And the spiritual lesson is on thank thankfulness. Now, amen and amen to all of these spiritual lessons. They're, they're good lessons, and I'm glad that we're taught them. But Jesus, remember, is the Messiah. He is the the miracle worker. This is something that one of the attributes of the Messiah. He is divine. He is Emmanuel. He is, he is God with us. One of the interesting details of this miracle, this feeding of the 5,000. Now remember that only included the men. It didn't include the women and children. So most scholars say there was probably 10,000 people that were fed. But the, the details are interesting. And the detail I like is the detail of the leftovers. Verse 20 says, and they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that remained. 12 baskets. You know, another interesting detail spiritually is that God provides all more than we can even ask or imagine. That's what Paul says to the Ephesians. But think about it, 12 baskets. Why 12? Well, there, there were a lot of leftovers for one thing. I, I don't know about you, but I personally like leftovers. I think leftovers often are sometimes better than the, or the original. Uh, maybe you're like me, especially certain foods like chili uh, or spaghetti. It's always better the next day. Um, Chinese food. Chinese food is always better the second day after it's had a while to sit for a while and its own juices in the refrigerator. But, but 12, 12 baskets. I think this demonstrates a couple of things. One is God's generosity and his overabundance that he provided more than enough. Everybody ate to their full, so much so that there was plenty of leftovers. But it also happens that there's one basket left over, one basket collected for each one of the 12 apostles. Isn't that amazing? When you think of it, Jesus gave each one of his apostles a, a souvenir. I, I think with miracles, it's, it's great having a, a souvenir, a reminder. You know, souvenirs help us remember special places, don't they? Special places, special times, special people. Um, long before we were able to take cell phones and selfies, we had, we had souvenirs. You know, it's, it's good to remember the miraculous, the wonderful works of Jesus. Five loaves and two fishes are multiplied. Two fish are multiplied. We have over 5,000 fully set of satisfied, so much so that we have, have leftovers. Jesus healing people. Limbs are restored. Sight is being given to the blind. The deaf are able to hear. You know, the more that we remember this, the miraculous, this story of the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes and all of the miracles of Jesus in the in the four gospels the more the more we're likely to be prepared for his return Jesus promised that he would return that he would take us with him to his father's house you know Jesus came initially as a babe but this next time when he is returning 
He is coming as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. That's Revelation chapter 19, verse 16. You know, there's a lawless one that's coming, the Bible tells us, but we're not looking for the lawless one. We're looking for the lawgiver. That's James chapter 4, verse 12. We're looking for the one that is faithful and true. That's Revelation 19.11. We're looking for the judge of the living and the dead. That's Acts chapter 10, verse 42. This, my friends, is the miracle-working Jesus. And let me close with this quote from the book of Revelation. This is about the second coming. This is at the end of the seven years of tribulation, when actually we return with him, the saints, the saints of old and our pre the present-day saints, those that are alive um, at the second coming are caught up together with him, and then we return at his second coming. And this is what Revelation chapter 21 says. It says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down for, out of heaven uh, from God prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne of God saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among his people, and he will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them, and, be with, and they will be with their God. This is the true meaning of Emmanuel, of God with us. So my friends, are, are you ready? Are, are you ready for Christ's second coming because it's it's coming soon. He's coming quickly. The Bible says, Amen and Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Let's pray. So Father God, we want to thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be able to reach so many people through video and through our podcast. We we just pray, Lord, that uh, they are ready, particularly at this 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 Advent season. And Lord, also with all of the trouble going on in Israel, it's just another sign that you are letting all things fall into place. So we give you all the praise and the glory. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Nearly every day, it's common to see, read, or hear something about the end of the world, the apocalypse, or end times. Author and pastor Kenneth Baer's The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom zooms in and breaks down biblical prophecy as it relates to Jesus' imminent return and the coming seven-year period, including the Great Tribulation. Available in both paperback and Kindle versions. Get your copy on Amazon or at Barnes & Noble and select Christian bookstores. The title again is The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom. You can also find it listed by author Kenneth Baer. Get your copy today. Thank you for joining us on Prophecy Countdown with Pastor Ken Baer. Don't leave without first sharing the latest episode with your friends. Be sure to join us again for the latest updates on Prophecy Countdown.